0: Well, hey there, amazing business owners. Welcome back to another episode of Business Straight Up, which will newly be known as Bold with Brooke. I'm so excited to have you here. Today, I get a little heated in the episode. Just gonna put that out there right up front. This is something that I believe so strongly when it comes to women owning their power in their business. We are gonna talk all about mindset today. This is part eight in the eight part series that I've created called Must Have Skills for Success in Business. And mindset is so much more than what most people tell you. We're gonna geek out a little bit, neuroplasticity. We're gonna talk about the stories that we hold onto that are bullshit that we need to change. I can't wait to share this episode with you. If you love this podcast and love what you hear and you would love to give a little thank you, I would so appreciate that if you're that kind of person. Head on over to boldwithbrook.com slash iTunes to leave a review. It is the Apple iTunes podcast section where you can leave a review. I would love to know more about what you love, what you want to see. And of course, good reviews. If they're bad, you can just forget the URL. That's cool too. I also want to invite you to join our free workshop that's coming up at the end of February, at the very end of February on the 28th. You can sign up at boldwithbrook.com slash workshop. We are going to go through email marketing 101 and talk about Bold Marketing Academy, which is not just email marketing, it includes SEO, and includes all the things. So head on over to leave an iTunes review or sign up for the workshop or both and listen into this episode. I will warn you, I get a little heated. I get a little bit worked up about this on fire because I see so many women that are talking about themselves in a terrible, terrible way. And they have this mindset and this belief that they're not good enough. And so we're gonna talk about all of that We are going to break it down and I'm gonna give you five steps to start working on that so that you can grow not only yourself and your brain, but your business and your life and your money and your revenue and all the things so you can support your family and live the life you wanna live. Design your life. I can't wait for you to hear this. Let's jump right in. Hey, hey there, awesome people. I am Brooke Thummer and you are listening to Business Straight Up, the podcast for creative entrepreneurs to learn, connect, grow, and build the business and life that they dream of. Welcome. Let's get going and dive right in. Hello, hello, amazing business owners. Welcome back to another episode of Business Straight Up now going to be known as Bold with Brooke, the podcast and place to be if you want to actually make a living doing what you love. We're going to talk about marketing, business, all the things for all the ladies who want to start their own business or are running their own business and need some help. I am really, really excited because today is episode 98 and this is part eight in the eight-part series. So this is it. This is the end when it comes to must-have skills for success in business. Today, we're gonna talk all about mindset versus tactics because the reality is, and you've probably heard me say this over and over and over again, there are two parts to learning any new skill. There's mindset and there's tactics. You wanna learn to play the guitar. Mindset, you have to believe that you can learn. (laughs) And then tactics, how to actually play the guitar. Maybe I need a tattoo on this or something, although I don't have any tattoos because... That's like a big commitment, y'all. I don't know. (laughs) It sounds really scary. Needles and I are not friends. I prefer to keep my distance. (laughs) Is anyone else with me? I know. I think tattoos are beautiful. I have no judgment. It's just needles and the skin. Mm, No, I don't think so. (laughs) So we have been working through eight must-have skills for success in business. And this one I saved for the end because I have repeated it over and over again In all of the other episodes, because it is that important, we are going to talk about mindset. What the hell is mindset? It feels like it's a buzzword right now. Everyone is using this, this and authentic and trauma. Like there's a few words that are just everywhere because of TikTok, because of whatever. They are all over the place. So what the heck is mindset? Google defines mindset from the Oxford Dictionary as the established set of attitudes held by someone. VeryWellMind.com says that your mindset is a set of beliefs that shape how you make sense of the world and yourself. Stanford says mindsets are a set of assumptions that help you distill complex worldviews into digestible information and then set expectations based on this. So basically, what all of this boils down to is a set of beliefs or attitudes about a specific thing. For instance, you might have a specific mindset when it comes to food that you can only eat eggs in the morning for breakfast. You can't have them for lunch, can't have them for dinner. They can only be eaten for breakfast. And you may kind of understand as we're going through some of these that these are things I used to hold on to. I would never eat breakfast food for lunch or dinner. That is unreasonable. I would never eat dinner food for breakfast. These are silly little mindsets. These are beliefs that we have. we don't have to hold on to. Or you might have a mindset attached to cars. Now I have an ex-partner who believed that this brand of car is always trash and just awful. You should never buy this brand of car. And this brand of car is by far superior. There's so many different things that we look at in our lives that have mindsets or beliefs attached to them. Now you might have data to back up some of these beliefs. And that is very, very real. And this especially happens when we were hearing all about like fake news and stuff like that. And there are times that someone said fake news and you're like, but the data literally shows that. So just something to keep in mind. But if it's a story that we've been told and we hang on to, even when it doesn't necessarily serve us, there's no reason for that. We need to let that go. One mindset that I have had to do so much work on was my mindset around money. My mother was a single mom when I was growing up, and there were times that we ate dry cereal for dinner because we couldn't afford the milk to put in the cereal. I wouldn't say that I ever identified as poor, but I definitely didn't identify as rich. There's a question that's been going around Facebook groups for a while that talks about the things that we saw as a kid that meant rich, such as a water and ice dispenser in the fridge, and it's so interesting to see some of these answers. Some of them range from clothes that weren't from the thrift store to meals that weren't brought to us from charities. When I was younger, my mother was a flight attendant. So I've been flying for my entire life, y'all. Like literally, I don't remember a time that I wasn't flying on planes. And we would always walk through first class and first class was rich, like crazy, over the top rich and oh my God, first class. I have had to work really, really hard on this mindset, especially in my business, because the reality is that what we think about money will often determine where our business goes and how well we do. That can be really hard to swallow because if we have a belief that money is bad, that rich people are bad, that they are somehow immoral people, then why would you ever want to make more money in your business? If you don't want to be that person, we have to start working on some of these beliefs and these mindsets that we hold on to. And there are some that are ingrained in us from the time that we're born. There are some that we pick up because they serve us at the time, then we outgrow them. If you've ever had a teacher that said something to you that was unkind, you may have held on to that for life. One of my coaches had a teacher tell him that he wasn't very good at math. And even in his 50s, he works on that because it is something that continuously comes up for him. It's that little voice in the back of your head. I know that when I work with my boudoir clients, we come up against this a lot when it comes to body image. One of my clients, her dad called her thunder thighs when she was about 10 years old. Now, she was very clear in saying he didn't mean anything by it. He wasn't trying to be mean. It was just a joke, but she hears that every single time she sees her thighs in the mirror. These little voices in our head come back over and over and over again, and we hold on to them, and we have to start changing our brains and our mindset and our beliefs to look at the person that we want to be, not necessarily who we believe we are right now. So here is a truth bomb of glitter for you when it comes to your business. If you don't believe you'll be successful in your business, you won't be. Ouch, right? I'm gonna say that again one more time because it's that freaking important. If you don't believe you'll be successful in your business, you won't be. You will never surpass your own brain, your own beliefs, your own stories. This quote is something that I know from one of my mentors, Jim Fortin, but when I looked it up, it's attributed to several people. You will never outperform your identity. Mindset is something that we can all be working on all the time even people that aren't business owners. Think about mindset in your family. What does it mean to be a good parent or a good daughter or a good husband or a good wife? All of these things are ingrained into our subconscious, into our brains when we are young and we hold on to those. And if they're not serving us, it's time to start letting some of them go. I'm going to share that Jim Fortin quote again, you will never outperform your identity. If you do not identify as a successful business owner, you will never be a successful business owner. My husband asked me a few years ago, if I had to change careers and school wasn't an issue, because I'm not a fan of traditional school, what would I be? And I immediately said a neurobiologist. Now I will never actually do that because regular school does not work very well for me. And you know, College, like, no thanks. But neurobiology is fascinating to me. And here's where I'm going to geek out on you a little bit. Stay with me because this is going to sound really geeky and complicated, but I promise I'm going to bring it back. Years ago, one of my coaches told me I could never say this word to you all because I would scare you. But I disagree because I know how smart y'all are. So we're going there. One of the most magnificent abilities that our brains have is called neuroplasticity. This is basically the ability of the brain to form and reorganize synaptic connections especially in response to learning or experience or following injury again definition from goog from the goog and oxford dictionary so what does that actually mean well it means that what happens in our brains biologically when we think of thought or belief over and over and over again is that it literally forms neural pathways for that thought so someone explained it to me like this once if you have a ditch where water flows, the water will flow naturally in the ditch. It's not going to leave the ditch and like go out to the side of the ditch magically, right? But you can change this. You can dig a new ditch. You can dig a new path for the water. You can set a new neurobiological path for these thoughts in your brain. That's neuroplasticity. So even though you've been thinking the same thought or belief over and over and over again with those neural pathways set, and sometimes really deep from decades of conditioning, we do have the power to change them. We can think new thoughts and doing so over and over and over again can start to reset those neural pathways or move the ditch, so to speak, so that you can form a new set of beliefs. And that, my lovelies, is changing your mindset. Now, I'm not gonna tell you it's easy because it's not. It takes a lot of work and it takes very conscious effort. I'm gonna give you a little example that I use anytime my brain goes into the world is ending mode. And I think most moms that are listening to this or parents in general will relate to this. Anytime my kid goes driving somewhere, now he's 18, okay, he's been driving for a little bit, but anytime he goes driving somewhere, my brain is immediately like, oh my gosh, what if he's in a car accident? What would happen? And we all know, we go down this rabbit hole. I know when they're babies, we're like, oh my gosh, what if he's not breathing in the middle of the night? What do we do? And we go into these like rabbit hole situations where our brains just get caught up in this. And I have trained myself to stop that thought and say, no, I do not choose that for myself or my family. And it's a pattern interrupt. And that is what we're talking about with these neural pathways. Are they going to go away completely? Maybe not. I still have those thoughts, but I have trained myself to be aware of them, to see them and to interrupt them. So that I can stop and not send my brain down that rabbit hole of, oh my gosh, my children are in danger. Because we can all go down these rabbit holes, right? And what does this mean for business? Well, if you believe that you'll never be successful, we have to start to change that belief. As long as you continue to hold on to that, you will never outperform it. You will never move towards your goals. You will start to self sabotage. You will see yourself failing and your brain, which is designed to keep you safe, by the way. We'll tell you over and over again, see, I knew you couldn't do it. Why'd you even try? Ouch. (laughs) And I'm talking to you on this because I have been through it. I have done so much work on this. When it comes to our businesses and ultimately our lives, we have to start looking at a much bigger picture and train our brains to adapt the mindset of a successful CEO We cannot stay in this woe is me attitude. We are not always the victims. We are not always failures. Although really, if you listen to episode 97, you'll know that you're never a failure because failures happen and they're not your identity. You all know, I love a good quote. And when it comes to quotes, who's better than Queen O, right? Oprah Winfrey said, the greatest discovery of all time is that a person can change his future by merely changing his attitude. I had a little moment there. (laughs) It's so true. We have immense power in creating and designing our lives, not just with what we want to eat every day or whether we want a blue car or a red car, but long-term, big picture goals, generational cycles broken, wealth created, impact beyond ourselves and what we ever dreamed possible. So then the big question is, how the hell do we change our mindset, right? The reality is that there are so many options when it comes to this, and really, what works for one person is not what works for everyone. So, I will share what has worked for me. You can look at therapy, you can look at coaching, but what works for one person is not what's going to work for another. And if something doesn't work, don't sit down and say, Oh my gosh, it didn't work. I'm clearly broken. And now I just will never be successful. No, something didn't work. You're like, Well, that didn't work. Moving on to the next one. Remember 97 never a failure, always learning, right? <laughs> so, these are five things that I recommend when it comes to changing your beliefs, changing your mindset, when it comes to growing your business. Number one, challenge your limiting beliefs. We all have stories that don't serve us, whether they're like big money and success or family and parenting, or maybe like clothes and home. Can you only wear your good clothes if you're going to a big event? (laughs) That's something again, that is a limiting belief. We have to look at these beliefs and ask ourselves, are they serving us? Where did they come from? Will they really help me to be where I want to be in five years? If not, we need to start changing them. And this is a whole process, but I will give you this little nugget. You don't have to go from one side of the spectrum to the other overnight. For instance, if you believe that everyone who has money is evil and horrible, it might be too much of a jump to go to all people with money are wonderful people. (laughs) Your brain will be like, "Uh, no, that's wrong. That's out. It'll throw it out immediately. How about instead, there are lots of people who have money who do a lot of good things with that money. We can believe that, right? There's evidence for that. So instead of all people with money are clearly terrible and horrible people, we're gonna move to there are a lot of people who have money who do amazing things with that money. That's a stepping stone to start getting you out of that mindset that isn't serving you. And you can do that with any belief or story. I'm using the money one because I've struggled with that. I know a lot of people do, but we can do that with any belief or story that we have that we're holding on to. Number two, I fill my brain with things that I know recharge me and empower me instead of things that are degrading or might bother me. I don't watch the news. I know people are like, don't you want to be informed? Don't you want to be an informed citizen? Well, I see a little bit of the news, but I'm not gonna sit and watch the news every day. In 2020, when COVID hit, I watched the news every single day and I watched my mental health go down the trash can. (laughs) So I don't watch the news. I listen to podcasts from people that I know don't complain constantly. They're not gonna go on their podcast and just complain about the state of the world, that everything sucks and inflation, This and blah, 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 blah. No, 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 no. That is not what I fill my brain with. I surround myself with people who encourage me and lift me up. If I notice my emotions, which are really just the red flags of our thoughts, right? If I notice they're down, I will get curious and start to ask some questions to figure out why. So I can feel the feelings and move past them. Because once you feel the feeling and you're done, you can move past it. I don't want to wallow in things that suck. I'm not going to stay around people who do. I will move to another room or go elsewhere. And I will say that I have lost some friends because of this. I'm not interested in constant complaining. I'm just not. And some people can't handle that because I will try to steer the conversation away or sometimes I just set a boundary. But I'm not interested in a constant doom and gloom conversation or complaining 24-7. I'm not playing that game. My brain does not need that. Number three, I celebrate little wins every single day. Some people call this gratitude. It's the same thing. But the key is that they can't be big things like I'm grateful for my family because of course you are. That's too vague. Even when your kids are driving you crazy, you're still grateful for your family. Too vague. So we're gonna look for the little tiny things every day that light you up, that make your heart smile. So for me, today, it's the fact that it's 51 degrees outside and I can go for a bike ride after this because we have had constant snow on the ground for like two months and this is Midwest bullshit weather that I am not okay with. My husband's from Illinois. He's told me stories. I'm not interested in that. I don't live there. (laughs) I also am going to have my nails done with my mother, which I really enjoyed. My daughter and I made Rice Krispie Treats yesterday and she measured things out and stirred everything by herself. These are the little things that I look for every single day because another part of your brain, and I won't geek out again here because I don't want to lose you, literally looks for more of what you think about. It's called your RAS if you really want to look into it. So when you start to think about and write down these little tiny wins every single day, your brain will start to look for more. And this can be huge in changing your mindset. So if I tell you, I want you to go outside and find me a heart-shaped rock every day, you're going to be like, that's dumb. There are no heart-shaped rocks. And then your brain will start to look for it. It's the same reason that if you start looking at buying a Kia Telluride car, you're going to start seeing them everywhere. That is how your brain works. So, we're going to start to train it to look for the good things that happen every single day, the little things, the little tiny wins. Number four, I don't listen to negative music. Now, let me be clear this is not all the time. And for anyone that doesn't know me, I'm a musician. I am extremely into music. The Grammys is like my most favorite award show of the year. I listen to all music. And most people that say that will say that, and then they only listen to really like two genres. I call it my ADD playlist, is all over the place. I have opera that goes to Ozzy, that goes to all sorts of different music. But I do have very specific playlists based on emotions. So I have a pissed off playlist, (laughs) which is full of Nine Inch Nails, Rob Zombie, Ozzy, Khalees, and more. But the things that I listen to over and over and over again, like on a regular daily basis, are the songs that bring a little smile to my face. And this is huge for me because music is a huge part of my life. For you, it might not be, and that's okay. Maybe it's books or TV shows. Are you constantly watching TV that brings you down and makes you feel like shit? Are you constantly reading books or newspapers or magazines that make you feel awful? How about social media? Let's talk about that for a moment. Is your social media filled with a feed of things that make you feel awful? Are you constantly comparing yourself? Are you looking at someone else's work and thinking, wow, I could never do that? Why? Why are you doing that to yourself? We all have a choice on where we spend our fucks every single day. You have a finite amount of fucks every day to spend. Why are you going to give them to things that don't really matter? When it comes to TV, Shark Tank is a favorite for me because I love soaking up the business acumen from the sharks. They amaze me and I aspire to be a shark one day. I am very much looking forward to that. I'm gonna sit next to Barbara Corcoran and just be super excited about these businesses in front of me. If you know me, you know that I also mean literal sharks because I want to be a shark photographer one day when I grow up. But I do love the business sharks too. Be mindful of what you're watching, listening to, reading, looking at on social media and surrounding yourself with. That is so, so, so important and often ignored. Number five, I joined a mastermind And even as a coach, I continue to invest in coaching and courses, even at my current level. The reality is that we never stop learning. I always tell my kids, if I stop learning, I'm dead. Be worried. (laughs) And the ladies in my mastermind blow my mind all the time. Watching their success, which is well beyond my own, reminds me of what's possible. I don't want to be the smartest person in the room because then I'm in the wrong room. I wanna be learning from people around me. I want to be constantly growing, seeing what's possible, being inspired by them, and learning every single day. I know it can sound like such a vague concept when someone says, you just need to change your mindset. And if you ever had a coach tell you that, you just need to change your mindset. I get it. I get it. It sounds like bullshit. But mindset matters far more than any tactic you will ever use when it comes to learning a new skill. And this is why. When you get your heart and mind aligned with where you want to go and what you want to achieve, you can learn any skill you need and implement it without issue. Remember the example of the guitar from earlier. If you want to take guitar lessons, but you don't truly believe that you'll ever be able to learn, why are you spending the time on that? And I have a little truth bomb here too. You can learn pretty much any skill you want to learn on YouTube for free. Seriously, all the marketing stuff I teach is on YouTube for free. Now, is it all put together for you? No. Does it have the accountability that you get in Bold Marketing Academy? No. Does it have every other week coaching calls where you can ask your questions and get help with the things you need most? No. But what I help most of my students with, I can teach you all the tactics in the world, but what I help them most with is the mindset, is the belief that they can move from where they are to where they want to be. Because until your mindset matches where you want to be, your identity matches where you want to be, you will never get there. Listen, when it comes to growing our businesses, we are often our own worst enemies. I would bet that you can all finish the sentence, I am my own worst blank. And you know the ending? The phrase goes, I am my own worst enemy. And while it's true, it's also very, very sad. You will never outrun yourself. You can never leave a job or a relationship or shut down a business without taking yourself with you unless you're dead. And if you're your own worst enemy, it's time to make some changes. There is no one shooting us down more than ourselves. And I see this even more with my beautiful ladies, my students that want to grow their own businesses, constantly telling themselves that they can't do it. Bullshit. Come on, ladies. You can do this. We have to believe that. We have to get out of our own way start to change our brains and move forward to grow into the person that we want to be, the person that has crushed those goals and gone further than we ever believed possible. 10 years ago, I was living with my husband's parents in their basement, doing boudoir photo sessions in my own living room. If you would have told me that in 10 years, I would run a business on the level that I currently have, that I would have built a brand new home with a custom studio, that I would have taken my family of four to Europe for two weeks, or that I would be doing pretty much any of what I'm doing right now, I don't know that I would have believed you. I knew I was going further. I knew my goals. I knew there were possibilities. And I knew I wanted to grow, but I didn't really believe that I could have those things, like other people could have those things, but not me. And I had to start changing my brain to believe in myself and my own goals. And so do you. You can do this. You can master any skill you want to have when you believe that you can. You can. You can reach any goal you want to reach when you believe that you can. You can overcome any hurdle that is thrown at you when you believe that you can. You can have anything that you want in your life when you believe that you can and you put in the work to get there. Believing in yourself is the first step to truly mastering anything you want to learn and crushing any goal you want to set. And guess what? When it comes to marketing, I have created most of the training. You just have to believe that you can do it. You really, really, really have to believe it deep in your heart and your identity, that you can do this. So I got a little heated in this episode. (laughs) This is something that I believe so, so, so strongly. I will stand on my soapbox and say this every single day to anyone that wants to hear it, especially to my ladies who have been conditioned to always look outside of themselves for the answers, to always believe that whatever they're doing is wrong, When you look at women's magazines, they are literally teaching us how to walk. Seriously, we need lessons on how to walk. Are you fucking kidding me right now? No, no, we do not. Come on, ladies. And I know the guys listen to this too, but I also know the men that I attract are amazing humans. We need to start believing in ourselves so that we can learn the skills we need to move forward and be the amazing business owners that we know we can be. Again, if you missed the email marketing class from October, we are going to do it again at the end of February with two days of instruction and small little bite-sized tasks to get you all set ahead of time and then class on the third day. I'm really excited to go through this again. Several people were really sad to miss it, so we're doing a round two. You can sign up at boldwithbrook.com slash workshop, and I can't wait to see you there. And if you were listening to this podcast episode and you're like, Brooke, get out of my brain you will want to make sure to sign up for the Encore presentation of the Email Marketing Challenge that is coming up soon. We will be talking all about email marketing and sales. I will be opening up my brand new option to work with me. So go to boldwithbrook.com workshop to sign up for it. It's free and it will walk you through the basic foundational steps to start building your email list, which is a must-have digital asset. If you've finished this episode and you're like, wait, What was the address to leave a review? Don't worry, I got you. Head on over to boldwithbrook.com slash iTunes to leave a review on iTunes. I personally am not a huge Apple fan, but iTunes makes a big difference when it comes to podcast reviews and getting amazing guests. And the way that people see the podcast, I wanna make sure to keep attracting those awesome guests to better serve all of you. This podcast is a free resource. So those reviews are kind of like a little bit of podcast currency, a big huge thank you. And I so appreciate them. I read every single one. I want to know, what are some of your stories and beliefs that you have held onto that no longer serve you? I shared a lot of mine. It was a little vulnerable, I have to tell you. So I would love it if you would share some of yours. It's your turn. Come over to the community at boldwithbrook.com/community to share. Chances are you will find someone that shares a story with you. And it's always good to know that we're not alone, right? What you do matters and your business means that you have the amazing chance to impact someone's life in a way that you've probably never even dreamed. Never, ever forget that. Until next time, my lovelies, may you learn to work with your beautiful brain instead of fighting it so that you can design your life and your business exactly the way you want it. I can't wait to work with you. Don't forget to sign up for that free workshop. Have an amazing rest of your day. Thank you so much for listening to Business Straight Up. I'm so glad that you could join us today. Check out the show notes for this and all of the episodes at businessstraightuppodcast.com. And I can't wait to talk with you again. Have a great day.